Sprinter van with 0% financing is a five-star idea. If food delivery is your thing, then a gas Sprinter caters to you. And if you're a general contractor, the Sprinter with 0% financing nails it. With innovation, safety, and technology, Sprinter is built for you. And it's built for your bottom line with 0% financing. The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, starting at just $33,790. And for a limited time with IRS Section 179, you could be eligible for up to a $25,000 tax deduction. Gas engine, 0% financing, and a possible tax deduction? Now that's a Sprinter that delivers. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, bond availability, natural dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Only valid on 2018 or 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Vans, excluding cap chassis. Qualified commercial customers only. Financing offer valid through January 2nd, 2020. Consult your tax advisor. For more information, limits may apply. Visit mbvans.com. What can we each do to reduce our energy bills? One example is compact fluorescent light bulbs, or CFLs. By replacing incandescent bulbs with CFLs, the average person can save up to 75% of energy used to light their home. Start with energysavers.gov and take charge of your energy bills. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the Donhauer Plumbing, Heating, and Air Studios. This is News Radio 840 WHAS. The following is a paid program. Just know you're not alone. Because I'm going to make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekuller, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Here with you for the next 30 minutes or so in the studio. We've got Randy Rocky from Swan Financial. You can reach him at 6450736. Also, my buddy Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Good to have you both Good here in the studio, you. guys. Yep. And uh, son Greg continues a couple of weeks off thanks to his uh, new baby in town. You can reach me anytime at 3765483. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Alice. Yeah. I just bought a home and moved in. With the recent rains, I noticed a small leak in my basement. The inspector had wrote up the crack and said we needed further evaluation. The seller's disclosure said the basement doesn't leak. Do I have any legal mm. recourse? Okay, Chuck, you're on. Well, if they knew or reasonably should have known that that was a leak, then possibly. Uh... Did they say that it was simply doesn't leak, period? Uh, I don't know. But Let's also, presume that they yeah, that, didn't that, acknowledge all, it at all. That they didn't acknowledge it at all. Well, now you've got a report that says, hey, you need to look into this. So now you have some knowledge that maybe there's something going on. So are they completely liable? Uh, I don't know. You, you, you did have some notice uh, going on that, uh, that needed to be looked into. So was it looked into is the first thing. What did you find? If you found that, uh, an inspector comes in and says, Hey, we got to wonder about this. It was looked into and they said, no, it's not a problem. And then it leaks later. Well, that also further insulates the seller, uh, because now you've got a professional that came out and said, there's no problem. So if a professional doesn't think it's a problem, why would a non-professional think it's a problem? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if they had seen the water leaking before, there should be signs and uh, um, that that might uh, help you out a little bit. So you've got to start doing some investigation. Yeah. But is it worth the cost? Because some of the um, the companies that you can hire to repair the leaks yeah. 
could be relatively inexpensive. And, and by that, and that's that's always the the thought process is if you find out that you really think they knew about it and they just hit it, and you want to go after them, well, now you got to figure out what's the cost of going after them, yeah. and then you compare that to the cost of repairing it because you've got to get a cost to repair. Uh, so that you have a baseline, what your damages are, because you can only sue somebody for damages, not for, you know, they irritated me or some so other there, hypothetical. There are many of us who would say, well, if someone tried to scam me and yeah. I'm going to well, take them to Well, the, then what's your damage? Yeah, well, okay. If, yeah, if they didn't yeah. scam you, then do you really have a damage? Well, the first thing I would suggest is get it repaired. If yeah. there's a leak, well, you have to. Get it repaired. Yeah, We've got, you, if you got names, you need names, folks. Yeah. We've got names, vendors that we work with on a regular basis. You can reach out to me, 376-5483. I'll get you the names. Yeah, you have to mitigate your damages. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, get it stopped, and then you'll have a baseline as to what it'll cost, and then see where you go from there. Yeah, if it's a more serious problem, then, then definitely call an attorney and yeah. uh, start that process. Yeah. And, and as Chuck would tell you, if he can do it, he'll be, he knows know somebody. Right. Yeah. 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 Speaking of leaks, which leads me right into my drafts, you know, we're the cold weather here now. Uh, is your home losing heat? I did a story that we aired a couple of months or so ago to our all of our people on our feed, our video feed, on ways to uh, fix your home up on a budget to protect it from heat loss. And in doing this, guys, let me just tell you something, ladies. I got down on my uh, on the floor by the our one of our bedroom doors that leads outside. And to shoot video. And I was shocked that there was probably at least a quarter inch space between the door, the bottom of the door, and the jam that it would normally sit on. And there was no, I repeat, no insulation between. So the quick fix was, I mean, I, you can buy those things in the, on the TV where they fit underneath yeah. the door and all. But we, we just got a robe and just some towels and just threw it on there for the time being. Now, and, and now it's too cold. I don't want to take the door off and put a new seal on it because it's got a door open in the cold weather. So it's just sitting there until the springtime. But things to look for around windows is one of the places where there's heat loss. Old windows are known for letting heat escape while uh, letting in drafts. Triple glazed windows work well. Do you guys have triple glazed? No. no. Uh, double. Double glaze, that's what we yeah, have. I think that's what we Yeah, have. yeah. So that will help. And you can get that, the, uh, the, the kind of a plastic seal that goes around them. And yeah, I've seen that. You've seen that, and that seems to do well as well. So doors also, as I've pointed out, need a lot of uh, watching and checking. And I tell you, after I went through this, it does not, uh, doesn't concern me at all getting on my, on all my hands and knees or down on the floor and looking to see if there's heat loss. Because I could tell you, I now know why it was colder on my side of the room than it was on Sandy's <laughs> side of the room. Also, we're losing uh, heat through the roof. Even the windows doors are tightly insulated. You may be losing a good amount of heat through your roof if the roof is older and need of repair. Uh, and let's face it, the other thing is through the chimney. If you don't have the, the vent closed, mm-hmm. um, it's going to lose air right there. And then here's something that you may or may not know, but power outlets and switches. Yeah, the, you can feel a draft through them sometimes. If you put your hand up there, yeah. you do. Yeah. So, folks, when we're done with the show, or even right now, keep your radio on. Go over to the some out, exterior wall switches and wall plates and just put your hand around and see if it's cold because it could be a, a source of heat loss. 
And if the outlets aren't insulated well, heat may be escaping through the outlets as well. So be careful how you do this. If you're handy around the house, you can simply disconnect the power or turn the breaker off. Remove the face plates and carefully add external outlets and light switches padding that you can buy at a big box store. You, they, they sell it. I'm not so sure about spraying that insulation foam in there. I think you need a professional or at least consult with the folks at the big box stores and make sure um, you're ready for the next amount of snow and cold weather that it continually coming our way. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekola, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, this is Jackie. Yeah. I'm thinking about refinancing, but I may move in two years. Is it worth it? Yeah, so, Randy, what would you say for people? Because there's a lot of people. In fact, just before the show, we were talking, Chuck, myself, we were talking about how many people are thinking about refinancing and, and what determines it's a good time. The the answer is yes. Uh, and what you can do is a no-closing-cost loan, uh, which you might have a little higher rate. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, as we all know, two years turns into three years and three years turns into four years. And so two years, if you do a no-closing-cost loan, then you know you're covered. And you obviously there would be no reason not to refinance, but I would definitely check into it. What about the difference between your current interest rate and where the rates are now if there's a spread? How much of a spread before you think it's time to refinance if you're planning on staying two, three or so years it, or more. It depends on the loan amount. Um, hmm. So, you know, the higher the loan amount, you know, you can get as low as three-eighths of a point to a quarter uh, that it would make sense to refinance. And sometimes you can get out of an FHA loan, which we talked about in a uh, previous uh, um, show, and uh, get into a conforming loan so you can get out of private mortgage insurance. Hmm. There's been a lot of increase in property values, There's, which we also discussed. So, yeah, yeah, so that's good. And never always never too late to discuss it again, but we'll yes. do it again down the road yes. here on that. All right, good. Hopefully on that one, Jackie, that will help you. It might be time to talk to Randy or uh, a lender about doing a refine and uh, saving you some money because that can help. It all adds up. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Joyce. Yeah. I'm buying a condo in Louisville in a high-rise with a great view of the city. My concern is that down the road, someone may build another building in front of my condo blocking the view. How do I protect myself against that? Which could possibly happen. Yeah, I just don't know that you can protect yourself against something like that. Is there a, a way to determine future development of buildings in the downtown area, there's really. There, I'm sure there are plans. I'm sure there are projections. Um, but it occurs to me that uh, they could change those in the future. Yeah. So, can, is it something that they would do in the next 20 years? Probably not. But uh, you know, 50 years down the road, who knows? Yeah. See, that's the real problem with yeah. unless you're right on the river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they have that in New York. I mean, there's there's all sorts of uh, you know. Uh, rules related to uh, building properties uh, next Mm -hmm. to other properties and how high they can be and all that kind of stuff but a the rules can change and you know you never know what's what's going to happen what what part of town is is going to be the next big part of town i don't know it always shocked me that along our uh, the river Mm -hmm. the Ohio river on the louisville side at least we've got a lot of unused land that's being used for parks yeah Part of its reason is because of right. flood, flooding that is there. Right. But you would think that if a developer wanted to come in and create a, a, a high rise, mm-hmm. they could build it up above the flood level, 
mm-hmm. put a co- parking garages in the lower level maybe, and then above that the building for where the uh, the owners would uh, would live, a, a larger high rise, and you take advantage of the scene. And, and I'm sure they have rules for and against that sort of thing down in that neck of the woods. But my thought has always been those kind of rules can be changed. Yeah, well. I'm just talking if you're right against the water, there's nothing they're going to really build in front. Yeah. It's funny, in New York, there was, um, you've got along the um, the West Side Highway, which on the obviously the West Side of New York City, um, they've got a highway. And they and there are lots of buildings, uh, apartment and condos and the like, uh, that line up along the West Side Highway as you go up and down towards the GW Bridge and back down towards the other end. And I remember that at one point they were thinking because there was no more more land and they had serious traffic problems. And they were thinking about building over the water, building, in other words, adding on to the West Side Highway to extend it over the water and putting pylons on. Yeah. And, you know, they're obviously much bigger than we are. But you wonder in the big picture what the guides that the the forefathers had thought about with Louisville Mm – what were the plans that they were thinking of how the city would I shape? I can't even imagine they would be thinking of stuff like that. But no. something you just said, um, you know, that the bridge upon which people can walk now. Yeah. Weren't, they, weren't they talking about putting uh, apartments on that at one point? Oh, I didn't hear that. That would yeah. have been oh, interesting. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, But how great is that walking bridge? Yeah, oh, pretty cool. I really like it. Yeah. I think the only negatives I can see, I mean, and. Uh, would be if you're walking and someone wants to bike ride and that's supposed to be in the middle, but sometimes people are walking in the middle and or the bike riders are riding, have to ride on the sides. And when we were in, I think it was Glasgow, when uh, Sandy and I were, there was, they actually built a bridge that uh, allows the same type of traffic, but what they did was they put the bike lane on a lower level. This was obviously built for walkers yeah. and bike. bike riders, so... It was on a lower, little lower level, so you knew you're not going down to where the bikes are going to be. Oh, wow. I don't know how they would have done that with, but the with the bridge. But well, there's always the Amsterdam model, which is which is what I don't know. that the bike has right away, no matter what. Oh, yeah, okay. And, and I'm a I'm yeah. a I love bike riding, but I'm just thinking that there were so many people who love using that bridge to yeah. walk over to Indiana. We did this a couple of weeks ago. Family was in town. We walked over to. Um, to Indiana, had dinner at a Mexican restaurant there, walked back. What a phenomenal time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we love it. Good. Um, anyway, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, 11 things never to keep in your bedroom. Here in the studios, we've got Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. You can reach me anytime at Bob Sekuller, 376 5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call 
Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. Forty WHAS, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you till the top of the hour. Bob Sekoler here, and thank you, Barbara Corcoran, my mentor. She's phenomenal. And the nice thing about Barbara is, if I ever have a question, I can always check with her. Not that I do, but she's a very lovely lady. You've seen her on Shark Tank. Uh, with regards to the guaranteed sale program or instant offer, just simply call me. We come out. We set it up. You can cancel at any time. You can. There are never any extra fees with the guaranteed sale program. But all of our sellers want really just to go ahead and sell it the way we normally would, aggressively, and we do a pretty good job. We are setting records every year. You can reach me anytime, 376-5483. All right, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices here in the studio, 499-6360. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. Gents, 11 things never to keep in your bedroom. Some, they surprise you. Number one, and I am so guilty of this, electronics. Really? Tell me, well, let's see. Gentlemen, ladies, tablets, televisions, laptops, smartphones. Do you have them in the bedroom? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, shouldn't, according to this. And here's why. They admit, And I know, I'm guilty. I'm right there at the head of the line, man. They all emit a blue light, and that's what's worrying scientists. When these light boosts mood and alertness during the day, at night it can disrupt your natural uh, sleep-wake cycle. They recommend avoiding screens beginning two or three hours before hitting the pillow. That's just not going to happen in no, my house. Not, yeah. no. For many, that might be hard to pill to swallow, so at the very least, keep light-emitting electronics out of the bedroom. Yeah, I turn them upside down. So yeah, they... or put them in a drawer. Yeah. Yeah. So what... This is just, you never wonder what where these scientists are heading, but I can't see myself. Well, I mean, I do know that if in the middle of the night I look at it, I will be awake for another hour yeah. or so. So I just don't do that. So you want to hear what I'm doing now? Because Sandy is a light sleeper, and she's got, uh, if the TV is on, she's going to 
wear earplugs because of the noise mm-hmm. or the light. So here's what I've just done recently. I got a pair of the uh, ear pods, you know, those Apple iPod, yeah. right? So I have a stand for my uh, my iPad. So I'll watch TV with a dim light on my iPad and put the headsets in my ears mm-hmm. so she That's doesn't have do. to deal with it. Oh, so you do too? Yeah. You know, well, plus the fact Cherry likes her sports, so if it's my TV show or her ball game, um, ball game wins. Is so. she screaming while you're trying to sleep? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but she snores like a bear, too. So, you know, I'm used to the – I snore worse. Oh, Sandy doesn't we're, snore. We're she, a perfect match. I mean, yeah, we I, both snore like bears. Have you thought about CPAP machines? I've heard about them. Uh, listen, I've been, I've been doing it for 20 years, yeah. and I, I get a great night's sleep mm-hmm. unless I wake up, obviously. But I'm telling you. All right, next. Uh, why should – um, pets, especially if they're cute, be banned from the bedroom. Do you guys have pets? Pets in the bedroom because mm-hmm. it sleeps on your face. Well, uh, okay. Well, for one, they can disturb your sleep cycle right. by walking at odd hours and mm-hmm. wanting to play, and they may also uh, exacerbate pre-existing allergies and asthma or track fleas into your bedding. So, well, don't don't do it. So here's here's the interesting thing. So. I want um, our two dogs, JJ and Chloe, to try sleeping in the bedroom. And we've tried this a couple of times. But JJ, who's the younger of the German Shepherds, decides at all odd hours to hop on top uh, or at least put her paws on the bed and wakes us up. So she's not ready to do that yet. And so there you go. Also, not in the bedroom, halogen lights. Here's the thing about halogen lights. They get hot. They're a fire hazard. And you want to steer clear of the bulb, especially if the light source is in a child's room or covered by fabric paper. That's important to think about. Also, family photos. You know it's nice to live close to your family but not too close. Well, the same principle applies with family photos. They're perfect for your living room or entry, but having them in your bedroom is a big feng shui no-no. According to this report, I'm just not liking this report. Uh, neither am I. I don't yeah, disagree either. with everything. <laughs> yeah, my they favorite can... photo in the world is at uh, my daughter oh, yeah. Stephanie's uh, wedding, where yeah. father daughter dance. All of her other uh, six siblings come in, and and we all kind of dance together there for a minute. And the oh. photo was taken. I mean, I look at it and I cry every morning. They can trigger memories, according to this, yeah. of obligations that all that noise in your head can keep you Nonsense. awake. Nonsense. See, and I disagree with this as well. I'm with yeah. you 100%. And that I, we have a photo album that we add photos to that yeah. electronically, and it just, when we move, it fires off, and you see pictures of Oh, that's cool. It's real, and it's great for, listen, this is a really good gift for, for grandparents or parents, and you can get them online. Yeah. You can, you just, from your phone, when you take a picture, you can upload it to the photo album. Oh, so if you okay. give this to wow. your parent or grandparents as a gift, and you, you have to set it up for them, obviously, but then... If you're on vacation or you've got a great picture like of you with the kids, then you send it there and all of a sudden a new photo pops up as it's appearing in their, in, on their list of photos. Oh, that's pretty cool. Isn't that great? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Anybody wants more information about that, I'm not here to sell this stuff. I'm just telling you. Call me, 376-5483. Okay. Space heaters should not be in a bedroom. Yeah, I think sense. that goes without saying. Clutter and possibly because if you get up in the middle of the night and you're a little bit droggy and then all of a sudden you're... Hit it, slip, hurt yourself. Desks. Now, this one, I, I, we don't have one in our bedroom, but not to say we, we wouldn't. 
Uh, there's reading in bed. There's working in bed. Your bedroom is for relaxation and sleep, essentially a space where you can avoid stressful activities. The first step to a better work-life balance is moving the desk out. Now, I have to tell you, when I go on a listing appointment, I would tell you that there's a good percentage of people who have desks in their bedrooms, especially if it's a smaller house and they need a place to be able to work. I get what this report's saying, but I don't know that we need to adhere to I, all I, these I think reports. It's more along the lines of you shouldn't be working when you should be sleeping. But, yeah, uh, I, that's what they're getting at. Yeah. Food, nothing more satisfying than waking up on the weekend enjoying a hearty breakfast in bed. Sure, it's comfortable <laughs> and convenient, but what about the unwanted pest crumbs attract? Eh, it does happen. So for sanitation purposes alone, food should be left outside. Well, if you ignore that part about not letting your dog sleep on your bed, uh, then that solves the crumb problem. Yeah, you came up with a solution for that. Did, there hey. you go. I'm a salu- I'm a solver. <laughs> this one I don't get. Uh, extra pillows between bolsters, shams, throws. Your bed can easily be overcrowded by a sea of pillows. I kind of think those are comfortable. That's... Save yourself the trouble of having to remove mounds of extra decorative pillows at night by giving yourself a limit. Unless you're sleeping on a king, uh, cap your bed pillows or pillow beds uh, at six. I'm just gonna refrain from making my comment on this okay alcohol certain it makes you drowsy but it's better to lay off the nightcaps research shows drinks immediately before bed can actually disrupt your sleep cycle excessive light we get that it can be a problem so those are some of the problems and uh, things uh, never to keep your window open all night uh, during the winter part of that I, no but i i kind of like that because of the i like cold or in yeah. but sandy's not so much on that all right Back to the phones. Let's see if we get a couple, at least one more phone call in. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Jessica. Yeah. I'm planning on buying a home next year. I've been watching a lot of flooding in other parts of the country on TV, and it worries me that even homes that were not in flood zones are now being hit by flooding. How do I protect myself in Louisville against a possible flood down the road? Yeah, that is actually a problem, isn't well, it? I understand they built an ark up in northern Kentucky. They really did. You yeah, know, yeah, so yeah, no. I, it's I, a, I a suspect that's attraction. the only way. Uh, because yeah. the floods don't come just in the flood zones. I mean, I, I assume that's a common misunderstanding. The flood zones mm-hmm. are simply uh, the areas that are designated as you know particularly liable. And uh, you can get insurance or not, as the case may be. But that doesn't mean you're not going to flood somewhere else or that every time there's a flood, it's going to be in the flood zone. So, you know, short of uh, coming up with a solution for global warming, I, I can't imagine how you would ever, uh, you know, set that up. No, I think the bigger concern is if you're thinking about buying a home, look to see, and there the floodplains are published yeah, online, there, and see what's close. Yeah. If it's close to a flood zone, that may make you think twice about buying that particular Except home. Except that that's, that's not where all the floods go. I mean, you can have a flood in a place that's not a flood zone. Yeah. At this, at, you know. No, right. Yeah, I get so, that. Yeah. You know, I, unless they're on a high yeah. mountain, like in the south side of right. town, they've got some yeah. subdivisions that are built on these really high right. sections of uh, the city, and I don't yeah. see that flood. The, the only way to you know is pick yourself an elevation and and go with that. Elevations yeah. are easily to are easily figured out. Uh, topographical maps are readily available online, and you never know. Yeah. yeah. This one comes in from uh, email. This next question about interest rates. I'm not sure you're going to be able to predict on this one. Uh, interest rates that are predicted for 2020. We're hearing different stories 
we talked about this last show. Anything that you've heard more recently about where we're seeing? No, rates? I haven't. Again, Barry Habib has not come out with his prediction yet. Uh, once I get that, I will get that you. Once, once, once he comes out, I will absolutely pass that along. Right yeah, away. one of the big concerns is, and we've talked about this in the past, folks, is that we're in an election year coming up, and so we don't know what's going to happen with the marketplace. It could go sky high. It could stay equal. But the betting uh, people are thinking that there will be a recession in 2020. It won't necessarily hurt home sales. And interest rates may end up staying where they are or go down a little bit and or maybe go up. So it's kind of usually a, in a recession almost all the time they go down. Yeah, just yeah. an attempt to try to yeah. keep doing. All right, we've got uh, time for one more quick call. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Marlene. Yeah. Um, I was just noticing that some of these houses are selling in uh, four days or less, and I was just wondering if the the agent maybe – uh, was rushing into the sale and maybe underpriced the house or something like that, and that's why they sold so quickly. Not really. I mean, you could always make a case that an agent underpriced a home because it sold so quickly, but the the alternative is if the house was priced higher, would it have stayed on the market? More importantly, what's happened is in the price ranges, say, fifty dollars to $300,000, there is such a shortage of homes that homes that come on the market are kind of zeroed in by any buyers who are looking in those price ranges quickly. And in many cases, there's a bidding war that starts because there are so many buyers who are looking for those priced homes. This uh, past uh, summer, we put a home on the market south side of town, priced exactly right on target, 13 offers. And we ended up accepting an offer of 25000 over list. It did not appraise for that 25000 over list. But they were still happy with what they got. So uh, on top of everything else, we still have to deal with appraisers. We are out of time. Our thanks to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. And you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. Have a great Sunday, everybody. We will see you right here, right back on this channel. 840 WHA.